Welcome to FNB Business Talk. My name is Lynette Sintuli and I look forward to spending time with you to help us all navigate into the new normal. We welcome Heather Lowe, who is the head of FNB's SME development segment, as we take a look at what's at stake, what's on offer, and what's next. Heather, good morning and welcome. Morning, Lynette. How are you? I'm very well. What has this transitionary period been like for you, felt like for you, and where are you in terms of the curve now of your own thinking? Most of us have come through crisis, grief, frustration, but are now starting to say new norms and new ways. And where are you on the curve? So so I guess it's been a very interesting journey. Um, we are very fortunate in that. Um, and I say fortunate because being quite an active person, I, I would probably be in, in not even grief, but the, the, the major frustration zone right now, if it wasn't for the fact that we are literally working all hours to try and help our SMEs. So I think that we started seeing some activity in the week before the lockdown was announced. Um, as mm. COVID concerns started increasing and cases started increasing, we definitely did start preparing from our side for what was coming. And during the lockdown period, we've been very busy trying to assist in um, disbursement of funding, specifically where we're administering funding on behalf of other funders, as well as stabilize our portfolios and get a grip on where our businesses are and how we can help them in the best way. Now, F&B has been a brand that for the longest time has prided itself on being at the forefront of digital transformation, as well as its responsiveness to what um, businesses of all sizes um, specifically need. Have you found your existing clients, perhaps even new clients, have responded positively to the relief alternatives and options that they have been given? So I think that there, there are a number of things at play. Firstly, I do believe that quite a few of our SMEs do seem to be in panic mode, and that's simply because we don't have the luxury in the segment of significant runway in terms of cash reserves. So it's really yeah, understood that people are literally working on a one to three month runway if if they're lucky, um, depending on the age of the business. And that is a reality in that we've definitely seen huge responsiveness where funding has become available. So both on the relief side where the bank itself on our own facilities have offered various moratoriums on payments, but then even as soon as we launched our SME assessment, we saw significant numbers starting to come through, even in terms of SMEs, just giving us the feedback on where they're at, which then obviously taken into our process where we're assisting with the Oppenheimer funds. And there have been a, a significant volume of applications coming through. So definitely uh, there is a need for the funding out there. But I also think there's definitely a need for the information on the funding because we're definitely seeing that it does seem to be a little bit of panic as opposed to sort of thoughtful processing. And, and that's probably an area where we can help. Well, I guess um, for many of the entrepreneurs um, at this point in time, everybody's going through the, the most human of their emotions, um, wondering about what the future holds, um, if their business you know, will survive this particular crisis, probably 
probably dealing with everything from employers to clients as well and, and figuring out how to um, continue to stay afloat. In this current environment, I guess the energy is a very panicked one. What are you yeah. hoping that as you know, we continue through this lockdown period, entrepreneurs are going to begin to take more time to assess. So Lynette, I think that as you've, I mean, as you said, the reaction is is very important because people have had to take super quick action. Um, mm. You know, where everything has become available to pay employees, it's absolutely mm. appropriate to just jump on that bandwagon um, and try and get access. Because if you took too long, I mean, we already saw the Rupert money, which went through business mm. partners, was oversubscribed within a matter of days. So the approach is definitely correct. And I think that what we are hoping and what we would encourage our businesses to do is the most important reaction that you can have right now is understand what your cash flow looks like. So get your mm-hmm. arms around how you can manage this cash flow. So look at your creditors. Where do you think you can negotiate terms? Um, looking at your debtors. I mean, look, there's a lot of uh, media out there in terms of corporates paying their SMEs um, because there's liquidity locked up there, but even understanding where you can actually try and get um, payments in where, you know, in your book where payments are due to you, uh, reducing any variable operating expenses and just getting your arms around how much time do you have? Because that's the most Mm -hmm. important reaction. If you don't have that level of visibility, you're really going to struggle to to take appropriate reaction. Once you understand that, you are then able to define what forms of funding you need. And you'll probably also have a lot more insight to make decisions around, is your business going to survive and how long do you have to adapt? So I think that the end of the lockdown might be um, almost a false sense of security because We don't know. We don't have visibility on how much of the economy is going to be opened up, which Mm. industries are allowed to operate under what conditions. So there definitely is a need to be able to cope with the level of uncertainty and make assumptions under those conditions. But I think that as soon as you understand what your cash flow looks like, you can at least then start scenario planning in a little bit of a more proactive way in terms Mm. of, If my industry takes a month to recover, then I know I'm underwater. Um, You know, if I'm actually able to operate, then I should be okay. And you can plan for those various scenarios. And I know it sounds very theoretical um, because it's going to help you to stay agile if you've already done the thinking around what your actions would be. Further than that, you can then start, and it's important to then start taking a look at what do I think my new normal is going to look like? Is there actually an opportunity? I mean, we've seen lots of businesses increasing in revenue, funnily enough, during this period. You know, clothes manufacturers who've pivoted towards mask manufacture, as an example. So understanding are there new opportunities which are going to come out of this, which are actually going to allow you to relaunch. So it's very Mm -hmm. definitely... The reaction phase, making sure your compliance is in order. And by that, I mean your financials. And yeah. then it's bond. But then it's also the rethink 
and that is probably where where our entrepreneurs might need to get a little bit of guidance around how do I now rethink my strategy in a new world? Because I think the, the thing we can all agree on is this is not looking the same as it was at the beginning of the of the year. You know, one of the realities we grapple with in South Africa is that many of our SMEs are typically run fairly informally. This will be the first major interaction they have with their financial services partners outside of their day-to-day transactions. And in that particular space, we're going to perhaps begin to see that the greater need will be for support, um, for resources, and even for coaching. So, so Lynette, I mean, this is quite an interesting question and I guess there have been a lot of conversations around, you know, what other forms of help are there available? Uh, you know, from my, my years of experience in the space, funding is always the first thing that comes to people's mind um, as this is how I need help. But often it's around understanding what that funding is going to be used for and, and the other aspects of your business which need to be in place in order for that funding to actually be effective. So I'm glad you asked this question because I really think this non-financial support element is um, definitely something that that is going to come to the fore. So the first thing is um, the self-leadership component is really important from, from an entrepreneur's perspective. And, you know, I, I really think it's important for entrepreneurs to be using their support systems from a personal perspective to be able to lead effectively. And I mean, that is, it sounds so strange, but that is literally things like your stress management, making sure that you're sleeping enough. It sounds like it cannot be done in this environment, but what does need to be understood is that as a leader of an organization, you need to be operating in the best situation that you can, and you can't actually be doing that if you are not um, healthy and and alert yourself. So it does sound like something which is is, uh, not necessarily relevant, but if we have entrepreneurs who are in burnout, they're going to be making the wrong decisions. So so definitely the self-leadership component comes to the fore. In terms of navigating a crisis like this, nobody has experience. But I think that the age-old best practice around how you manage your business cannot be thrown out the window. Um, You know, we have, through the Fundaba platform, a full journey around elements of your business. So, for example, you refer to, well, if you don't actually know how to do a projection, who can help you with that? Well, you're not going to be able to necessarily afford an accountant right now. Um, so go to the platform. There are tools and guided tutorials. It doesn't mean that this is no longer relevant as content because we're operating within a certain environment. It's probably more relevant to be getting the basics right now. So in terms of just the the sort of base principles, Fundaba is definitely there in terms of tools and templates that you can use to do your cash flow, to understand what your situation looks like. And then also around how you start thinking about your future strategy and customer segments. That is definitely useful when you're considering how you're going to re-emerge into this new world. Secondly, we do have business bankers to help them to understand um, where they're at and, and what is actually available to assist them. Thirdly, we are pushing content 
And like, for example, these webinars are specifically aimed at helping our entrepreneurs through this journey, exposing them to thought leaders and experts where we can actually give best practice guidance and information, but also where we're actually trying to put up useful tools and templates which are being developed to try and assist our businesses in helping with the COVID environment. So I think it's important to stay in touch with the digital platforms that we as a bank are offering because we are working very hard in the background to make sure that all the help we can harness will be available through our platforms. But also important to understand your personal networks. If you have people who are operating as mentors to you and who have been in business before, use people as sounding boards because when we go into crisis mode, we do tend to self-isolate. It's kind of the way we exert control over our world. And it's important to try and get um, views from people that you trust and who are experienced to provide you with information at this point, in addition to the, you know, the hard factual content that's out there. Thank you for joining us on FNB Business Talks. If you're enjoying our interviews, please subscribe to our channel. FNB is a division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized financial services and credit provider. Fees and C's apply.